Hey, Vicky. What are you listening to? I'm listening to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Those guys are great. They sure are. Welcome to this month's Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club and this is the start of what will probably be a few months of my trip report. I also have in, in line some audio that I took from rides and shows so I'll add those on at the end so if you want to keep on listening right to the end there'll be a different audio each week or each month. Right welcome Luke. Luke's come here to help me so that I'm not sat here talking to myself for two hours Thanks for coming on, Luke. We were going to have Adam, but I'm afraid his, his child's decided otherwise tonight. <laughs> yeah, joys of being a parent, eh? Um, yeah. yeah. Hi, Kev. Thanks for having me back on. Great no back problem, on. my friend. Always good to have somebody else on with me. It's a bit of a struggle doing it solo on your own. So, yeah, it's great to have somebody to back me up. So, this trip then, I've just got back. As of recording, it's the 22nd. So, it's exactly a month to the day we flew out. And I've been back since last Friday morning, so just over a week. And the jet lag's left mm-hmm. me, and I'm now getting used to the cold and wet of the UK. But that those first couple of days, Luke, they were a struggle when I come home, a real struggle. I, yeah. Well, actually, a year ago today was my last day in Old Key West, funny enough, before we we flew home on the 23rd. So I feel a pain because it was the same when I came back last year. You forget how cold it gets and the temperature did drop here There's nothing to what we're used to but yeah a couple of mornings it was we had a few cold days but it, it in the end um turned out to be quite refreshing really to have a couple of days where you weren't stifling hot but it was great absolutely really enjoyed it so we start at the beginning i have released a short podcast on that florida podcast about the flight out and the flight back and a couple of issues I had with that. So if you want to go and listen to an old middle-aged man whining about an airline and seats, go and give that a listen. <laughs> it was a virgin. I haven't heard that it yet. It was virgin, yeah. To be honest with virgin, I've got a fantastic crew and it's great. But it was just issues on the way out with a seat and then issues on the way back with a seats. It's just maintenance, you know. So I won't go I won't go into that again today. We arrived on the um twenty second in the evening, but we didn't arrive to Disney until the twenty seventh. So we'll take it from there, I think. Got an Uber from Surfside over to Saratoga Springs in the morning. And we arrived at Saratoga, dropped our bags off at Bell Services, you know, and then we had a fourteen day ticket. And because we were actually there sixteen days, the day we arrived at Saratoga Springs and the day we left to fly home, we didn't have a ticket. Right, yeah. Okay. Right. So what we did was we arrived on the Wednesday, we dropped our bags off, and we went and done Disney Springs. So that means going around shopping Disney Springs, you know, the normal sort of things. We did an early sandwich for lunch that, that day, which was, you know, pretty much one of our norms. We went around mm-hmm. Disney Springs and, and did a lot of shopping. And I went into the customer services in Disney Springs because before I'd gone, I'd phoned up and asked if I could upgrade my UK 14-day ticket to an annual pass. And I'd got the answer, no. But on some of the Facebook groups and forums, they've said if you do it in person, they'll upgrade it. 
So I trotted along and said, yeah, what do you want to do? And I said, oh, we'll upgrade my ticket. She said, is it a 14-day UK ticket? I said, yeah. She said, no, we can't do it. Didn't even let me in the door. I didn't even get in the door. Oh. I said, are you sure? Because there's said, been a lot of talk about that you can do it. Yeah. I said, are you sure? Because I've been, she said, there's no exceptions. We've now been told under no circumstances any exceptions because it's too discounted. However... You can buy a a annual pass. I said, so you want me to pay for the annual pass again and discard the five hundred pound, five hundred thirty pound I paid for the ticket? You're not going to do that, are you? So no. we ended up not being able to to upgrade to an annual pass, which makes next year's holiday a little bit more expensive because we're now going to have to buy two more tickets for next year. So when you plan on going next year? Well, I, we'd booked it for the 5th of September so as we could get two trips mm. in under the 12 months using the annual pass. But as that happened, you know, it's just one of those things. The trouble is, we're also tied to the 5th of September next year because that's already been authorised by my work as for my holidays and such like. Mm-hmm. So we're going the 5th. But now what we've decided to do, we're definitely going to go out to New York and do about three or four nights in New York and then fly down from there and do a two-week, maybe 16 nights, something like that, at hmm. Disney. And then get a 14-day pass. The day we fly down, we do exactly the same as we did this time. We won't go into a park, and then we're gone from there. So we did 14 days in the park straight. We didn't have a day off from the parks at all. The only day we didn't make rope drop was one day we didn't do rope drop on a, on a Epcot day. Other than that, we rope dropped every single day. I mean, don't get me wrong, we were in bed at eight some nights. You went for it this time then? Yeah, strangely. You really went for it then, yeah. Yeah, what we didn't do is we didn't buy... Genie Plus. Genie Plus, we didn't buy Genie Plus. I was going to ask you about that, okay. We did buy a couple of lightning lanes, and I got... Yes. And, I, and when we get to it, I'll, I'll talk about lightning lanes, because I'm not, I'm not convinced. So the first so the first real day we, we went into the park was the following day on the 28th. We did Animal Kingdom Park. Mm-hmm. We'd arranged to, we were going to meet up with some of the geeks at Animal Kingdom Park and go into the... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it opened at 10 o'clock, I think, the day of lounge. And we, we met about 30 or 40 of us outside there, completely filled the day of lounge. I think there was one table that wasn't, wasn't from the Geekin or the Disney Crush <laughs> or other podcast so we spent a couple of hours in there we had some food for the bar i think my my wife ordered some churros and we had a couple of drinks in there and a chat and that was a fantastic meetup we had done the night before a party at a treehouse now a friend of mine did we're going back a bit this is going backwards Deirdre had hired, rented a treehouse for the night she wasn't staying there she was staying at bed at the time she rented it for the night so we could have it for a party so on the Wednesday night, I went back to our hotel at Saratoga Springs after getting our room, and I got all this bag of jammy dodgers and Jaffa cakes and shortbread and took to this this treehouse that we were going to have this big party at. So we arrived there, and there's like myself and my wife at half past seven and two others in this treehouse. So I had a good walk around, and I'll put some of the photographs up of the treehouse. Have you ever been in one of those, Luke? 
No, I do remember when they sort of closed them off and they were just, I think at one point they were used for cash money, weren't they? Right then at one point, yeah, I, I remember those days, but no, not since they've, I mean, I know they've reopened them. They walked past them last time because we set Saratoga last time, but haven't been in one. Yeah, they're we, bigger, uh, aren't they? Yeah, they're good. I like them. But it was only, only we only seen them in the dark, which is a real shame. But yeah, they're, and they also got disabled accessible ones now, certainly with wheelchair. Mm. I mean, it's a long ramp. But they have got, and that's what we we got was when we were ramped because we had a couple of people. Someone who stayed there had a scooter, and we've got a couple of other members that use scooters as well. So it was needed to have one with an accessible ramp. But they're they're brilliant. We were because we were the only ones there. I said, um, "Who's staying?" And there was about three or four people staying. I said, "So we had a good look round before anybody really arrives." And the and the accommodation is really really spacious for the amount of points. I think. I did look it up. I think it was 38 points for the night. So not considering it, it sleeps about nine people, I think. Yeah, I was going to say it sleeps quite a few, so that's not bad, actually. Yeah, because it sleeps two in bunks, four in one room with two double beds or two queen-size beds, a king-size bed, so that's, what's that, four, six, that's eight, and I think there's a pull-down couch in the in the like, living room area. A living room... I don't think it's much bigger than a one-bedroom living room. You know, that sort of area with your kitchen and that, but it's got mm-hmm. a nice bar kitchen, a, a American-style refrigerator and such. So that was the night before. And then uh, people started arriving after we arrived. And that was a really nice event, a nice ice-breaking event for the for the uh, G3 meetup. So, yeah, we really enjoyed that. See inside another accommodation, really. Mm, yeah, definitely. I was going to ask you, what part of Saratoga did you stay in? Did you have to walk far to get to them? No, what we did was we got you know, walked back from Disney Springs, got on the bus at the car- carriage house to the tree houses, and then the bus dropped us off right, I think it was 0007, the, um, the room, and you literally you drove in, and you could see, you can see all the numbers, and the bus stopped and dropped us off right at the path to the tree house. So it was pouring the rain. And we still didn't oh, get yeah. wet, just you know, umbrellas and straight in. So it was that was pretty convenient. The uh, the getting back from the treehouse was a little bit more eventful, but maybe I'll go into that. Yeah, no, it's really enjoyed those. But we stayed at Paddock's again. I asked for a room at Paddock's, yeah. and we were in the building that Adam was in last time, the other side of the Paddock's pool. But this time we had a side room. So when we looked out of our balcony, you could see the car park a little bit of grass and, and, and another building. Whereas always before, we've always been on the front looking out onto the lake at Paddock's. Yeah. Nice room, couple of issues with it. The actual sliding door out onto the, the balcony was really sticky. It sort of took a lot of effort to open it, so I hardly used that. I'm trying to think what else was, what else we had an issue with. Oh, one of the drawers, when you pulled it out, it literally dropped an inch. So the top drawer, we didn't have much. So the top drawer, just I just put it back in and then never used it again. But we reported both of those on, on when we left. We were there 12 nights, I think we stayed in that room. Nice location. Nip over to the, the pool bar to get your your, t- your coffee or your fizzy pop, you know, your Coke. So we got a, the uh, refillable mugs. At $20, mate, they're worth their weight in gold. You we always know. do them. We always do them. Yeah, uh, we used to get one between us as well, to be honest with you. Wow. Between me and Rachel, we do that, and um, you fill one up. And usually, if I go with my folks as well, they get one, and you fill one up with coffee, one up with something else. And... Yeah. Now, here's a, a thing I did share on, on That's Florida podcast, but I'll also share it here. 
This time, we did buy some bottled water at Walgreens and bring with us, but we we took two Brita water bottles with the filters in. Mm, okay. Now they they were reduced at Sainsbury's where I work to six pound ninety nine or six six no six sixty six they were each. So we bought those, bought them with a discount. The little disc in and filter last thirty days. So now basically, we just took it with us, and I just put ice in it at the machine on the way out use it all day and every, and then just go up to a, a quick service and ask for a glass of ice water and just fill it back up. It just takes that edge off. Yeah. Because it, that Florida water tastes like it comes straight out of the swamp, doesn't it? I can't say I drink it too much, too, I'm sure. No. I, I'm, I'm pretty bad for the, oh, well, I'll buy a, a drink or I'll, you know. Yeah, well, bottled water at nearly $4 a bottle in yeah, Disney. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think no. six, six pounds Take it in there empty. Get it filled up as you go along. That way you'll never anywhere... And a lot of them got these drink stations now that fill refillable bottles. So mm. it's absolutely easy. Real, really easy to keep hydrated. I know I didn't find it too stiflingly hot this time. But I think that's a good tip, money-saving tip. Plus, you, you spend £10 or whatever here on one. You've got it for however long you want it, really. And we're all not drinking enough water, apparently, are we? So... I thought that was uh, worth sharing. That's a definite good tip, yeah. I'm guilty of buying a Powerade or a Coke for ridiculous money in the parks. So it's a good tip to do that. Yeah, and I, we took those little squash bottles, you know, the little Robinson oh, squash yeah. bottles, and we used we just put a drop of those in. I mean, we still bought drinks. We still bought beer when we wanted beer. We still bought Coke and stuff like that. Oh, well, you know, drinks whenever we had a meal and stuff like that. But it did take the edge off of... Then thinking, oh, I ain't got to pay all that for a bottle of water because you only took, say, two bottles of water into the park with you because you don't want to carry three or four bottles of water with you. With these refillable cups, you've got them with you anyway, and you can just refill it and it's filtered. It takes that takes the edge off. So yeah, we did. We didn't do an awful lot of Animal Kingdom. I have to be honest with you, and I, I was ill the week before we went away. I had this cold the whole three weeks we were there. And I'm still struggling with it now. And I think the jet lag and, and just the runabout, we didn't stay in Animal Kingdom until much after one o'clock that day. And we only did we only did a few few bits and pieces with the mm. after we did the group. So we went off to off back to Saratoga Springs. What we do if we stay at we'll get the bus back to Disney Springs or go catch a bus to a a resort and then back to Disney Springs and then walk back to Saratoga. That's because it's such an easy walk and it just yeah. saves that saves that hassle. Yeah, definitely not waiting around you then. You just no. get a bus. Yeah, really and yeah. really what we, we, we did that quite a lot. On the twenty ninth we was our uh, Magic Kingdom day. So we are every day like I said we rope dropped. I think we rope dropped every day apart from one, which was an Epcot day. Rope Drop Magic Kingdom, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, straight on, walk walk on basically. At the moment, they're letting you in at least 45 minutes to an hour before the park opens officially. Officially, you're allowed in at, say, half eight if it's nine o'clock opening. We were getting there at eight o'clock in the morning, straight through security. Sometimes they searched my bag, sometimes they wouldn't. It still had the same stuff in it, so I don't really understand 
why some days you got stopped and some days you didn't. But you're there that early, security, and then they usually keep you at a rope. Well, no, while we were there, they were actually allowing you in straight away on most occasions. And you could go round and get in line for, say, Seven Dwarfs or Peter Pan or whatever you wanted to do first. Because obviously there's only that part of the park open or the rest of it's closed. Yeah. So we had that last year. Funnily enough, towards the end of the holiday, they were holding us at um, just before you get into the back of the, uh, the entry until half past eight, and then letting you in for that half hour. But okay. earlier in the in the holiday, three or four days, we were just walking straight in. That's at Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios. But they seemed to then change towards the end of the holiday and be stopping us at a rope. Which Is that was, because the crowds were getting busier? I don't know, perhaps. I'm not sure. But we were in, in and on and off of um, Seven Doors Mine Train before 8.30. Right, so we, we, we'd done one of the big rides before 8.30. And I wasn't even supposed to have been let in. And then other days, they'd keep you there right till 8.30, then let you go. And it, that seems a little... To me, that seems crazy, because if you do that, you're making more of a, a backup if it's busier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we had that last year because of uh, Fliss was only one. So we didn't rope, really broke up the first day last year and we went straight in a Magic Kingdom on the first day, did Winnie the Pooh and was off it. Literally all in and out 10 minutes, which was, you know, I, I, I used to rope drop every day before we had Fliss. So it's, it's taken a different turn now, but I never, I'm quite impressed we did parks every day because I usually do three on, one off and back in and then. Yeah, we did every day because we had a 14-day pass and that would have meant we'd either gone in the day we moved or gone in the day we flew out and we'd leave at half two. So you ain't getting no time in the park. So to make the most of the ticket, we we went in every day and I went back a few evenings as well on my own, which I tried to do and I do a different park then when I do it like that. So yeah, we did like, like I say, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Then we did Winnie the Pooh. We did the only ride I can only get Deborah to go on to Small World once a trip. Has to be done. <laughs> Has to be done at least once. We did um, Haunted Mansion, which I'm going that way around the park. We did Haunted Mansion, and that was a 13 minute walk on. So if it says 13 minutes, it's always a walk on, and I don't know really yeah. where that yet. So we yeah. Haunted <laughs> Mansion. Did pose number one. So we did different pose every time we were on there for the, for the picture. So that made for a little bit of fun. That day we had, um, we bumped into these these geeks called Kurt and Margita Stone and we went on the pirates with them. So we went, ra- okay. we went round to get on pirates earlier in the day. We did Jungle Cruise. We went to go to do pirates after, after doing Haunted Mansion. So we did Jungle Cruise, great, lovely. Walked down to pirates and it was closed. I was really surprised it was cl- it was closed and it was, wasn't running. So this time it's getting on about 11 just after. So I'd go on to mobile ordering. I don't know if you're, you live by mobile ordering or not. I just, that is the only way I order food now in Disney. I, in the I've, park. I, yeah, I've used it a couple of times in the parks, but I'm still a bit old school. I like to order over the counter. I, wa- I walked into Columbia Harbour House and ordered the food. We'd done Jungle Cruise, went to Pirates, it was full, so I ordered the food, and we walked back to Columbia Harbour House. And then as literally as I'm walking back to Columbia Harbour House, so I pressed the button saying I'm here. I walked in, and it pinged as we walked in the door of Columbia Harbour House, saying, your food's ready, go to station number two. 
So I go to station number two. There's nobody else there. There's a queue out of the door to order the food. I get me food. Deborah goes, oh, looks really busy. I go, it's upstairs. So we grab our, our, got our tray, go upstairs. I'm still, there's, there's loads of seats over there by the window. And I look across and there's this group sat by the window and there's one table and I think, I look, look again. I go, hold it. That's Chris Frutrell over there. And that's such and such a person. And all of a sudden it was a, about half a dozen of the geeks that we would meet up with were already sat up there. So we go up there, sit in the Columbia Arbor. Sure enough, another couple of people come up and meet us up there. So we're up there for about an hour, hour and a half having having lunch. And all the time we're up there, even though downstairs it's it's queued out the door, the upstairs is nearly empty. I don't know whether people think those stairs don't go anywhere or they just won't walk upstairs. I've got to be honest. I've never been up there. Have you not? No, and it, I, I remember seeing something before, they were saying it's the best kept secret because it's always so quiet. And um, I did make a mental note to go up there last trip we did, but just didn't get around to it. So, yeah, I'm, every, every picture I see up there, it just looks quiet. Yeah, like I say, it was queued out the door to order. Nobody doing the mobile ordering, and I still can't believe that it's been out two years now or more now mm. absolutely piece of cake get it set up with my Revolut card and Revolut I wish they'd sponsor us because they did not miss a beat this time I didn't use a physical card once although I had two physical cards with me I just used them on my Apple Pay and I used a virtual card on my spare phone never missed a beat everything went through I had no problems with any transactions whatsoever just perfect it worked this time i had an issue last time but i think that was the vendor not not revolutes mm. absolute perfect it worked seamlessly the only issue i had the only place i had an issue with paying was at ron john surf shop in disney springs so i get all this stuff my son wants these shirts and these tops 200 and some odd dollars worth of, of stuff i'd got go to the till get out my phone she goes sorry we don't take apple pay i went my wife's not with me she's got the cards and the cash i said look i picked up what i want will you bag it up and put it behind the she said, yeah i'm really sorry we don't take apple pay it's the only place the only place i had an issue with apple pay this time was ron john's surf shop and it's the place i spent the most amount of money i think i think i've only just started using apple pay i know you wouldn't think in my 30s but um <laughs> I used my card in Bon John because I had to buy a hat the second day we were there last year because my hat broke <laughs> the first day. Um, so I just bought them from Ron John. But um, yeah, I used my card. And my wife always uses Apple Pay. I'm sure she bought something there. Maybe she didn't think I just got the, the card. I'm yeah, I'm assuming she used the card because it looks like the actual machines can't do it. I know that seems incredible here in the UK, but that, that I think is... Because I was in there five or six times this, this time because my son wanted stuff and I'm... I'm at the moment doing up a camper van and uh, I I bought stuff to put in that surf, you know, little surfboards and stuff like that. Mm. For it. So I bought a few bits in there for that and some magnets and stuff. So yeah, it's, um, it, that was the only problem I had. Other than that, virtual cards, fine. You don't, perhaps, I only have physical cards because I like to have something to hold in case mm. you need them. But yeah, we didn't have no trouble with, with that at all. So yeah, we, that mobile ordering, I love it. I think it's great. I mean, I haven't gone to the extreme of mobile ordering Starbucks yet, 
but you can do that i think but not i don't know if you do that through the starbucks app or through because contentionally contentionally i did drink quite a bit of starbucks on this vacation and i hate it that i can't drink the normal coffees or joffrey's i mean i've got bags and bags of joffrey's coffee downstairs joffrey's is is my favorite but Mm, i had joffrey's this morning I've, I've had Joffrey's all day today because we we're, we're, we're set for the next couple of months with the Joffrey's coffee. So I prefer that. But Starbucks, I, I drink their ice ice lattes or something like that or, or their Frappuccinos, but I won't drink their their normal coffee. I only drink what I call their children's drinks. <laughs> yeah, you, did you, you stocked up from your, your Joffrey's from the room or you bought some? No, well, I was going to buy some. To be honest with you, I didn't have room to bring it out. Yeah, you can. My wife recently, my mother-in-law recently bought back two bags for me when they were over. They bought from Disney Springs, but my wife did buy me the 50th anniversary blend at Christmas time online. I don't think it was cheap though. But I have got at the moment. I've got the Alani blend because my folks have just come back from there, so that's quite nice. nice. But they don't digress anyway. But yeah, Joffrey, always Joffrey's. Oh yeah, I prefer if it if I can get Joffrey's. It means walking across the park. I walk across the park to get Joffrey's if it, if that's what it takes, because mm. Hollywood Studios literally we that that was our approach. Joffrey's get the first yeah, one, the one done, by then down to here. Joffrey, yeah, down to Joffrey's and get your get your coffee and off you go, sort of thing. Yeah, so that that day we did like like I say, uh, Magic Kingdom. We did a we did a Columbia Harbor House for lunch. Then we met up with Kurt and Margie, and we did. Uh, pirates because that was back up and I actually got a bit wet on pirates a couple of times this time depends where you sit it just just depends where you sit when those cannons go off and stuff like that but yeah you you gotta do it ain't you it's gotta be done I'm still always I'm still trying to get that perfect shot of Jack, Jack Sparrow when right at the end and I've taken I don't know how many shots and I can't get any of them in focus because I think the iPhone struggles with the light. Mm, yeah. But yeah, so that was that was day day two was Magic Kingdom. So did you not do Tron on day two, Kev? Do you know what? I got up quarter to seven. I got my world clock up. I cleared all my apps. I opened it up. Bang, Tron was gone. I couldn't get a Tron. So no, we didn't mm. get on Tron the first time in Magic Kingdom. But the next day was a different story. Hope you enjoyed part one of my trip report. And just one little correction. I forgot the name of the Nomad Lounge. Called it the Dower Lounge. So my apologies for that. I hope everybody won't be jumping on the bandwagon. And too upset that I got that wrong. So as promised, here's some ride audio. And first off is Haunted Mansion. This morning, the spirits will materialize only if you remain quietly seated at all times. Oh yes, and no flash pictures, please. These spirits are frightfully sensitive to bright lights. Thank you. 
Our library is well stocked with priceless first editions. Only ghost <laughs> and marvel busts of the greatest ghost writers the literary world has ever known. They have all been great time in the haunted mansion. Actually, we have 999 happy ones But there's room for a thousand. Any volunteers? If you should decide to join us, final arrangements mean Thank you. 
show if you did please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice and subscribe you can contact the show at bgt.dvc at gmail.com that's all lowercase at twitter and instagram we are bgtdvc again all lowercase on facebook we are brit's guide to disney vacation club if you're looking to buy resale dvc points or rent dvc points out contact b thaxton at shopdvc.com this has been a isle of white audio production